Horror. Welcome back to the Cornetto Minute, the daily podcast where we review and reanimate the Zom Rom Com Sean of the Dead one minute at a time. I'm Nick Jimenez. And I'm Scott Corelli. And joining us again, Brian Green. Welcome back. Thank you. No, happy to have you back. And today we are going back to minute 42, the greatest of all numbers. And uh, it starts with Sean and Ed driving away from their house and uh, ends with... Uh, them debating on what to do about a uh, bystander that Ed hit with his with, with Pete's car. Yeah, not even his car. Yeah. Uh, first thing I want to mention is uh, Pete's Austin Powers moment. Um, <laughs> of, uh, sure. C- coming out, <laughs> coming out of the house and his uh, his uh, how 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 did you put it? Uh, what did you say? Hanging hawk. What did you say? Hog. Hog. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> ma- ma- the, really, Austin Powers. The first. The first thing. That's the first yeah. thing that pops in your head. Yeah, because yeah. like you, you know, you have like the object like blocking. Right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Why? <laughs> I thought uh, it's like you. You were making no connection to why I was saying Austin Powers. You're like really Austin Powers. That's what I. I, <laughs> I was thinking when how he was naked when they unfroze him. Oh, I, I wasn't even thinking about the 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 nudity being covered bit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's specifically what I was referring to. I remember it was a while before I saw Austin Powers because you know my my parents are pretty you know they let me watch a lot of stuff but they weren't going to let me watch Austin Powers when I was like you know five six years old. Mm. But I remember seeing action figures for them at toy stores oh. and being so confused. As to what, because there was an action figure of him naked in a cryo tube. Yeah. And I just remember looking at it being like, what is this? Why are people so into that? Is it? Wait, is Austin, is Austin Powers just ripping off Demolition Man? I mean, not as much as other stuff, but. Well, <laughs> I just realized, but like the main plot of it, like the mm-hmm. hook. Yeah, definitely. It's very, is, it's very Demolition yeah. Man. Very, uh, Encino man. I've I guess. never realized that before. Huh. Okay. Well. Anyway. Um. I. So when they're when they're driving down the, when they finally hit the gas pedal and get out of there. Mm-hmm. Uh. I. I am. I. I was like looking at sort of the stuff that Sean is checking out. Like first we get this family fleeing their home and what looks like. <sighs> I their mother, I guess. Like it looks like a dad and his kids like fleeing their mom. Yeah, you um, really gotta you really gotta lean in. Yeah, but the mom is literally just swinging her arms back and forth like limply yeah. at them. <laughs> it's 
it's kind of incredible. Like she looks like one of those um inflatable you know, like yeah. Yeah, the, yeah, the inflatable guys like out out in front of like used car dealerships. <laughs> um I really like how a the dad is significantly ahead of the kids. Yes. Very I think that's I think that's the look that Sean is giving. He's like looking back like did he just outrun his own children? Yeah. Oh my god. Very, very force majeure. It's, it's every man for himself, zombie apocalypse. <laughs> Says the middle school teacher. <laughs> no, yeah, you pick up the smallest kid, you throw him into the, where the zombies are and that they give you a good 5-10 minutes. Yeah, that's called get help. Yeah, uh, as as seen in uh, Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> yeah, you do get help with the smallest kid. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that'd be great. Oh boy. If any well, oh, on the bright side, the kid will think that you're cool for getting like a Thor Ragnarok reference. Is yeah, that, a, is as, that a, it, as it's being torn apart by zombies? Yeah. Did the, are the kids are the kids into Thor like Ragnarok? Mr. Green, he was really cool. Are they still talking about <laughs> it mostly or are they starting to move on to other to other movies? It and Stranger Things are, are still oh, pretty big right happy. now. Hmm. Good time uh, to be a kid. makes me happy. Wow. So the middle school kids going to see It. Wow. Oh, well, they're, well, they're sneaking them. Absolutely. Oh. I would 100%. Oh, parents are taking them. Oh, man. See, I was a sneaking in kid. Mm. I, had a, I had a student the other day. I, I looked at her arm and she had a loser written on her arm, but it said with a V over the S. And I was like, I see what you did there. Huh. Uh, Interesting. In Halloween, I think Halloween, or maybe the night before, uh, my friend and I were leaving the movie theater in the valley, and there was uh, a woman who was driving like a top-down, like old-school, like automobile, and in the driver's seat was like a life-size mannequin of Pennywise. <laughs> oh no! With a, with a balloon, and it it was it was intense. That is unnerving. Yeah, dude. Uh, <laughs> so the next thing that we get is the uh, the 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 wiggling body bag, uh, <laughs> yeah. as as the uh, as the lady on the news is uh, letting us know that the that the dead are coming back to life yeah. to attack the living. Everyone's having a religious debate about it. Yeah, as they would. Right. It's good. This is like. This scene, up until they hit the guy, this scene is just, well, no, up until Ed is like, let's listen to something else. This is just a scene from a zombie movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's kind of hardcore. It's kind uh, of, it lets you forget that it's a comedy for a moment. Yeah. No, absolutely. It's like, it's, it's legitimately tense. Um, the, uh, the, the, the field that they drive by with all of the zombies out in the field, I mean, that's, that's straight up a reference to Night of the Living Dead as oh, well. Oh, definitely. Um, like some sort of visual motif or whatever. You know, I but, bet uh, kids, you know, like we watched this and we we're like, oh my God, John of the Dead. But I think, how cool would it be? Imagine like a kid, a high school film nerd in like 2035, right? <laughs> Wat watching, <laughs> that, watching this under the context of, did you know fucking Edgar Wright's first movie was like a zombie comedy? Like, mm. like the idea, like now that he's starting to graduate to bigger stuff, it's like, it's kind of cool that we're getting, I wonder, I hope this isn't the closest we ever get to an Edgar Wright horror movie, but it's m moments like this are like, well, oh, yeah, 
he said that he wants to do like a straight horror movie at some point, like a Suspiria type. Yeah, it's on his uh, it's on his list. That'd be cool if that's what he did next. That'd be rad. Um, I would I would love to see him do mix it up and do something else. Like I, because I love I love that you know Baby Driver was a just like a legit action movie. Um, sure, with like funny bits. Yeah, yeah. There's funny bits in it, but it's like a legit action movie. Uh, it has a different, you know, action thriller. I guess um, it would be cool to see him do that with uh, with horror. Do do something a little more earnest. That'd be interesting. Yeah, I'd um, like to see that. Yeah, but uh, yeah, they they uh, <laughs> Ed puts in this cassette. Now you're saying this cassette is Ash, more of Ash. Yes. So uh, the song is the demo version of the song Orpheus by Ash mm. that was released on May. Well, you know, the official version was released May 3rd, 2004, uh, reaching as far as number 13 on the UK singles charts and uh, was wow. also nominated for the Kerrang Award for Best Single in 2004. Mm. I love that while, while Sean was upstairs taking a wee, Ed was uh, choosing uh, some music to bring. Along I was just trip. about to ask where he got that music from, and there you go. Yeah. Oh, here's something interesting. So this was actually on the same beast as the same single as Everybody's Happy Nowadays, which is a uh, cover of the Buzzcock single that we talked about earlier on in the show. Uh, right. The song was recorded for the soundtrack of Shaun of the Dead. Wow. This song mm-hmm. or the other one? No, the, uh, this song. Everybody's Happy Now. Uh, uh, Orpheus. Wow. I, I like that it is like very jarring. Uh, yeah, you know, especially sort of coming into it in the middle of the song. It's a it's it's like a perfectly like it, it's probably like a perfect like if you went and just listened to the song from beginning to end, it's probably a perfectly just fine song. But it does when you come in come into it like in media res like this, it does just sound like musical chaos um, in sort of like a perfect way. So. It's interesting in that uh, I think this might be the only movie. I can't really think of another one where the needle drops are uncomfortable and annoying. Whenever Ed plays his music really loud, everyone in the car hates it. And yeah. I almost think you in the audience, like when I, I, I don't think it's supposed to be, ever, you know, because that happens in real life, but it's very rarely shown in movies where someone's just like playing the wrong kind of music. And mm-hmm. it's just like high fidelity does that really well, but mm-hmm. yeah, there's like now is not the time for this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like something always yeah. bad happens when he's doing it too. Like him playing the tape is like a bad thing in this movie, right? But yeah, they're they're distracted by the music and they they hit this guy in the middle of the road, mm-hmm. um, and he he flips all the way over the car. Now, yeah. what what do we think? Do we think this guy was always a zombie, or what do you think? They always a, a zombie. Guy? Oh, oh, okay, okay. Um, I think it was a zombie before they before they hit him. Yeah, so? I think they killed a guy. Yeah, I think oh. they killed a guy. <laughs> okay, hold on. I'm gonna I'm gonna rewatch it right now. Wait, hold on, gentlemen. Maybe I spoke too soon. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure they killed a guy. He is he is bracing he for, for it. it. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah, and I can't tell if that's the stuntman who I'm sure was a total professional, and I'm not dodging his performance, but. <laughs> there is some there is some bracing going on, which tells me he's alive. Yeah. So yeah, manslaughter. 
Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ed definitely murdered someone for an Ash song. End of story. Uh, yep. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he just rolls, rolls right over well, that car. In his defense, what today of all days? Don't be in the middle of the street. <laughs> it's very true. <laughs> it's very true. He is the um, one car on the road. I uh, I also love that this uh, car horn jump scare is like Sean sort of like hitting his head on the glass because he gets scared by the horn. <laughs> it's sort of how you feel when you get scared at a jump scare in a movie. <laughs> like you yeah. feel like stupid as soon as you do it. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, man. I like that. I, I like him smashing his head on the glass. It's good. And Those legs are messed up. Okay, so here we go. So let's we, we we were telling Brian a little bit about this before we recorded. So we're all all three of us are now on the side of Ed killed a guy. Uh-huh. <laughs> his callousness of the fact is all the more unsettling. Mm-hmm. Knowing that that guy was probably like a, a a real dude with like a kid and a wife, probably like three, four blocks away. Ed is a monster. <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me of the, uh, the Simpsons Treehouse of Horror bit. Uh, I think it's from the, the second Treehouse of Horror, Dial Z for Zombie. <laughs> and Homer, he has a shotgun and he's, they see Flanders and he shoots Flanders and Bart goes... Dad, you killed the zombie Flanders. Homer goes, he was a zombie? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The other day, I follow like five fucking Instagrams that are just Simpsons gifts or Simpsons quotes. Like you do. And yeah, and this morning I just remembered the one where it was like, oh, I'm worried about smothering Bart. And it's like, yeah, we go to jail. Homer, I wasn't talking about that. Yeah, you worry, Marge, admit it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh yeah, he does uh <laughs> Ed does have some He's has got- some Homer tendencies to him, I think. Yeah, he we're, mm-hmm. we're, the thing about Ed is he, I just don't like how quickly he's disassociating from the violence that he's causing. This is what they've warned us about video games for so long. Yeah, I mean I wonder I wonder how much of that was because you know the audience loves it because we know it's not real. You know, right. So it's fun to, but in the context of the film, it's like, I would be very on edge if (laughs) if one of my friends was like, who cares, man? He's dead out of the way. You know, like murdering. (laughs) 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 Uh, Yeah. I don't know. Ed is uh he's he's uh he's he's an interesting fellow. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't he's know. Kinda he's kind of got more mic in him than we thought. This kind of hidden uh just this yeah, this like this in a past life he probably was like a mongol. Yeah, well, but I I really just think he's got um he's got that that we, we talked about this before, but he's got a lot of Gary King in him. Uh Ed, you know, he's He's thriving in yeah. this scenario because, yeah. like, this is what he's been waiting for is something like this. This is what he's good at. You know, he's it, – it's interesting because he's like um, 
I don't know. Like, it, you know, it's it's Sean's plan, but Ed is really good at sort of enacting it. Yeah, you know, you know I, I, it's it's kind of I, I I remember almost saying this when we were talking to a past guest. Uh, but I, one of the themes that's emerging is everyone else in the zombie apocalypse. They're seeing the end of the world. They're seeing like, oh, my God, everything's over. But Sean and Ed are one of the few people that are kind of seeing it as an opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> Like, wait, this could actually be our chance to like reboot ourselves and be be better. And right. I think that has a lot to do with why they survive as long as they do. Yeah. I mean, look, you know, when the world gives you lemons. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it's, you know, as and I don't want to get too I'm an optimist. I mean, whatever. But as as we're kind of going through a tumultuous time in history, no matter what side of it you're on, you know, I it's it's kind of it's really comforting to see two people kind of handling the apocalypse. <laughs> yeah, it's like okay, yeah, so we're we're still gonna have we're still gonna make jokes. Yeah, we're really fine. Yeah, Pete's. Uh, you know, I'm just realizing. I'm like looking at his car, and Pete's job must not have been that good if that's his car. <laughs> no, I he's just it got this... sound like his car is great. You know, like oh if. He knew I was going to be driving his car. Yeah, but he's just yeah, got like a, a, a great shitty little hatchback. I yeah. mean, <laughs> I mean, granted, it's a four door, which is nice, but it's not, maybe it it's just the worse. fact that they have a friend Dream that has big, a Scott. car. Yeah, I think that's probably what it is. Probably right. You know, I kind of like we, we were talking about how Ed, in some ways, is subservient to Sean, but Sean very much is is subservient to Pete in the house. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like to imagine that, like, if Pete goes to the office, he is kind of like the Sean of the office. Oh, and the whole yeah, thing is like just like one cycle. Yeah, yeah. Hey, there's Pete. He's got two roommates. One of them's a drug dealer. Doesn't even pay rent. Lazy twat. Anyway, here he comes. This <laughs> is. <laughs> I'm just, just looking at like Ed, just trying to convince Sean to leave. It's all right. We just killed a man. It's fine. He's laying face down on the concrete. He he literally says he's going to be dead either way. Either I killed him or he was already dead. Either way, he's dead. So let's go. So he's not even being like, Sean, that wasn't a person. I didn't hit a person, Sean. He's like, no, that could have been a dude. I'm just saying it doesn't matter. Right? Oh, man. Uh, he's an older guy walking in the streets he probably would have been caught by a zombie eventually anyway yeah yeah better to go out by a by a car instantaneously i guess sure i guess in in the ways you could die today it's not the worst as we'll see i'm team ed now on this (laughs) you know what it is they're sort of talking about this guy like you do roadkill like you do like if you hit an animal and like I mean, this is me talking, being from the the Midwest, and like yes, yeah, well, being, kind of being around life. being around people who like do not care about the lives of animals, yeah, at all. Um, there's like a lot of like you know like gross like hunter guys. Uh, and, there's a lot of varmints out there. Yeah, but like you know, you'll hit a cat, and like this is sort of their reaction to it. It's like, well, it's it's dead either way. Like, let's just go. It doesn't matter. Just a cat. And that's, yeah, and it's it's sad, but, like, that's kind of, 
what that, that's what Ed is reminding me of. And like the way that Sean is, John is like, oh, like we get a cat. <laughs> this is terrible. Except they're not talking about a cat. They're talking about a human being. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Just, yeah, heavy, heavy stuff. Yeah. It's the roadkill debate. Um, but, uh, you guys ever yeah. hit an animal? Uh, the first time I ever saw a, a living armadillo, I hit it about three seconds later. Oh, oh no. That's our state animal. I was so excited. Like, Oh look, armadillo. Boom. Oh, oh no. Oh man. <clears throat> I once saw a possum, not even at full sunset, just breaking it, busting out across the quad of the university of Texas. Just wow. across like the fountain, just <laughs> just full waddling. Just like I know I'm not supposed to be here either. Just come, just let me get through here fast. And it's still one of the weirdest things I ever saw because like its mouth was still open. Oh no! I don't, I, just, I I think that's just how I don't know if their mouths closed. Listeners, <laughs> <laughs> to possums mouths closed. They do always look like they're like screaming existentially in like every image that you yeah. see of them. Why? <laughs> Why am I alive? <laughs> Why do I exist? Well, it's going to be my time. Someone help me. <laughs> my children are hideous. <laughs> uh, do you have possums in England? Let us know. Let us know. <laughs> Top, let us know what the top three roadkill in England is. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, anyway. Um, all right, Brian. Any? Uh, do you have any any closing thoughts about uh, about this film before we wrap up with you? No, no. It's a good good movie. I, yeah. I dig it. <laughs> it is. Yeah, it is. Uh, all right. Well, uh, we will be back. Uh, tomorrow for uh wednesday <laughs> um nick uh where where else can people find us well you can find us on duelinggenre.com which is the home of uh pretty much everything that scott and i have been make, uh, working on creatively and some stuff our friends have been making uh tmnt yeah. minute the teenage mutant ninja turtle uh minute podcast the movie was like what 90 87? Yeah, no, yeah, 1990. 1990, okay, cool. Uh, having a Friend for Dinner is our Hannibal podcast, which we're very excited about. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, they will not only be going through the celebrated Brian Fuller series, but also the movies? Yeah, yeah, cool. they'll be doing some of the movies too. That's cool. It's a classy, classy acquisition. And all of that is available, and even more, at duelinggenre.com. And in the meantime, right. let's have a nice cold pint and wait for all of this to blow over. <laughs>